Hi, everybody. It's Chris Francesi. I want to uh, continue my uh, occasional series on the lyric meters of Horus. I'm up to Odes 1-4, which is a beautiful poem about the coming of spring. And Salvitur Acris Hiems. Horus is speaking to his friend, Sestius, uh, who, um, the guy who was an important fellow. He was consul, suffect consul in 23 BC. And uh, Horus urges him to um, sort of makes a contrast between the return of the seasons, the cycles of nature, and um, the life of human beings, which once it's over, you know, one time is all you've got. So he says to, he urges uh, Cestius to sort of enjoy himself while he can, not to make any long-term plans, and um, uh, to, because when you're dead, a wonderful evocation of the underworld, uh, the you're just among the fabulous hordes of dead souls, fabulae quemanes, and that's what's waiting for you. You don't get to cast knuckle bones and play uh, drinking games uh, in the underworld. And uh, moreover, there are no beautiful boys like Lickidas, who's their waiter apparently. And the poem ends up with this sort of image of this young man Lickidas and the fact that he's very attractive to all the men now, but soon it's the girls who are going to be growing warm for him as the as the spring comes back to this idea of, you know, spring and warm the return of warmth. It's a it's a beautiful, subtle uh, ring structure. Uh, the imagery throughout is just amazing. I mean, as usual with Horace, it's not what he says, it's this magical way that he says it. Uh, the meter for this one is a is a die stick. It's like a two line two line units. The first one is uh, the greater Archilochean uh, four dactyl spondy units, so four feet. This starts out like a hexameter, really. Four feet that could be either dactyl or spondy. And then instead of ending with the typical uh, dactyl spondy unit, shave and a haircut, it ends with three trochees. So um, three long, short combinations. So veris et fawoni in the first line. Veris et fawoni. So the first line starts out with four feet. It sounds like you're in a hexameter. Solvitur acris hiems, grata vica. Okay, that's thus far for hexameter feet. For, um, then you get veris et favoni. The uh, second line, the, the, you know, the, the even numbered lines, also end with that three trochee thing. So machinae carinas in line two. But the beginning is a unit of two longs, a short, and two longs. Um, so the technical name for this, they call this iambic trimeter catalectic. I, I can't stand these awful terms. But uh, I- I- in essence, you have both lines have a very marked caesura, after which come these three trochies, da, 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 da. And in the second line, what comes before is two longs are short and two longs. Tra hunt quesicas. In line four, nec pratacanis, junc taeque numfis in line six. And then this lovely tripping trochaic thing after that, machinae carinas, or albicant pruinis. All right, uh, let me read you a a translation of this, and um, then I'll do the Latin for you. Now winter's grip loosens, giving way to spring's warming zephyrs. Now the ship's dry keels are winched down to shore, Flocks no longer cling to their stables, nor the plowman to his hearth. Fields no longer grow white with glistening frost. Now Venus of Kithera 
leads her dances beneath the overhanging moon. The lovely graces join hands with the nymphs, exchange steps, feet slapping the earth, while fiery Vulcan tends the workshops of the ponderous Cyclopes. There's a great contrast there between Venus dancing under the moon, Vulcan hard at work, probably underground. Now is the proper time to place upon your glistening head green myrtle wreaths. This is what they do at parties, of course. This is sort of wear ungents on their hair and uh, put on wreaths. Now is the proper time to place upon your glistening head green myrtle wreaths or the flowers that the loosening earth now bears. Now is the proper time to make sacrifice to Faunus, a lamb if he so demands, or a kid if he should prefer it. Pale death kicks alike at the door of the poor man's shack and the king's tower. Oh, dear fortunate Cestius, the tiny span of our life rules out all long-term scheming. Soon night will overwhelm you. The fabulous hordes of dead souls await at the meager house of Pluto. No casting knuckle bones there to decide who presides over a drinking party. No marvelous lickedass. He who now fires the passions of all the men and soon will make the girls grow warm as well. Okay, here's the Latin. Solvitur acris hiems grata vice veris et favoni. Trahuntque siccas machinae carinas. Ac neque iam stabulis gaudet pecus, aut auratur igni, nec prata canis albicant pruinis. Iam cutherea coros ducet venus, imminente luna, iunctae que nymphis gratiae decentes, Alterno terram quatiunt pede, dum gravis cuclopum volcanus ardens visit officinas. Nunc decet aut vinidi nitidum caput impedire murto, aut flore terrae quem ferunt solutae, Nunc et in umbrosis fauno decet, immolare lucis. Seu poscat agna, si ve malit haedo. Pallida mors, aequo pulsat pede, pauperum tabernas, regum queturis. O beata sesti! Vitae summa brevis spemnos vetat incohare longam. Iam te premet nox, fabulaeque manes, et domus exilis Plutonia. Quo simul me aris, nec regna vini sortie retalis, nec tenerum Lucidan mirabere, quo calet juventus nunc omnis et mox virgines tepebunt. <laughs> 